0: and this is black hipster where we talk about black pop culture
1: gay pop culture
0: black gay pop culture and and sometimes sometimes other shit. shit Stanley, the yes, Super Bowl darling. is tonight. We're so excited. Yes, yeah, we're definitely recording this a little bit ahead. Uh <laughs> yeah, because we can't wait till the day of. Yeah. But the Super Bowl is tonight.
1: And are you who are you rooting for? I
0: don't care. I don't think I'm going to watch not 45 seconds of that game.
1: No. I thought you were gonna be glued to your TV.
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing. I'm gonna be glued to the first few minutes of the game because my hope is that Gladys Knight does one of two things. Why? It's that she either sings the um, the Black National Anthem mm-hmm. in place of the Star Spangled Banner, <laughs> and then they try to cut off a mic or that would whatever. Be funny. Or mm-hmm. the thing that I think is probably a little more doable, mm-hmm. or it's just more of a possibility that she would do this, is that she sings it after she tacks it on the end of the Star oh, Spangled Banner, okay. like she's at assembly at an all-black school in Brooklyn. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well,
1: what made you think about that?
0: Uh, well, Amanda Seals, I'll be knowing oh, okay, okay. <laughs> HBO um, special that we were talking about in the last episode. But also just, just thinking about growing up in school. I grew up in Brooklyn, in bed Our school was very black. Mm-hmm. And our teachers actually, like the teachers and administrators, it was quite a hodgepodge of races. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I think they all lived in black neighborhoods. And if they didn't, you taught it in all black school for the most part. So it was very much recognized and we were very much taught to embrace like our culture, Mm -hmm. embrace being black and it was beautiful. And every assembly we sang, lift every voice and sing. So Mm -hmm. it was like you would stand up, you would do the pledge, you would do the Star Spangled Banner and then you would do the National Black Anthem. So, and that was like anytime they came over the loudspeaker and did it, anytime we had an assembly we always sang lift every voice and sing. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, why can't we do that? And then, of course, Amanda Seals made that joke that that's what they should be singing because most of the players are black anyway. Exactly. And yeah. it's so true. It's It captures the same essence. It's mm-hmm. about equality. It's about freedom. It's about unity. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, why? It doesn't have to be taboo. I think it's just one of those things where it's like, well, white people don't know it. Yeah. So we don't. Sing it. And wonder, it's like it I shouldn't do. make them uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, it shouldn't. <laughs> the funny thing is, I learned that song, and I don't know if I know all the words. You know, off the top, of, when mm-hmm. someone starts singing it, then I can sort of remember the words. Mm-hmm. But I know I learned the song many years before I even knew it was a black um, national anthem. Oh, I had really? no idea. We, I knew the song, and I knew people sang it, and I knew it was, but I didn't know it was a black national anthem mm-hmm. at all. I had no idea until I was, you know, like not a kid anymore.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, growing up, my parents used to tell us not to say the pledge. Mm -hmm. They were like, do not get up and put your hand over your heart and pledge any allegiance to the United States. (laughs) Because they were just like, this country treats black people like complete and other shit. Mm -hmm. And we don't pledge allegiance to a country that does that. To a country that doesn't see us as equals Mm -hmm. and see us as humans uh, or or hadn't for a very long time. So my parents told us not to say the pledge. Mm -hmm. And they were just like, and honestly, don't sing the Star Spangled Banner either Mm -hmm. because that's some bullshit. <laughs> you know, more or less that's that was yeah. what the message that was. Like, was. That was the message. But they were like, but you can sing the black national anthem. Yeah. So I wouldn't even stand for the pledge. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't stand. I certainly wasn't gonna put my hand over my heart. Yeah. And in schools, you know, they can't they couldn't really say anything. Mm-hmm. So I noticed it was like me and a couple of the Muslim kids, we weren't having it. Mm-hmm. Like we wouldn't stand mm-hmm. for it and then when they would start to lift up voice and sing, then we, no, would, we get would get up and start singing. So it's really so, so interesting. You so guys,
1: you guys would do both? Yeah. You, that's a lot of time. Oh yeah, also. Yes,
0: it is. Yeah. Listen, they had the color guards. They used to come out with the flags. And I used to always want to be a color guard. But I was like, but I can't be a color guard because I'm not going to do the pledge or the, the Star Spangled Banner.
1: Uh, so what so do, did they do this? Because I know a lot of schools did it over the um, the, the last week. They didn't
0: do it every day. Okay, like okay. it was no, it wasn't an everyday thing. But sometimes if they had like special announcements, sometimes they would do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but every time we had an assembly, there was time carved out for that. Wow. Yeah, after they got all the kids set, seated and mm-hmm. settled, then you would know because in the color guards they'd be at the back of the room holding these big flags. Mm-hmm. I used to think they, they must be so heavy because the poles were huge mm-hmm. and they were made of wood. And so it had to be a strong kid yeah. to carry the flags. And then it was it was like two kids. I think it was a fl- It was, a of course, the United States flag. I don't remember the other flag. Maybe red, black, and green or something. Oh. And they would be carrying the flags, and they would go separate ways because we had two ways to get on the stage. Mm-hmm. So it was one flag went one way, and there were two kids behind them. And one flag went the other way with two kids behind them. And they all met in the middle. And then one kid would come forward and then tell everyone to put their hand on their heart. And then they were saying, now the pledge. And they would lead it.
1: Oh. Yeah. I didn't- yeah, I guess that was, a, I don't remember, I remember doing the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's really cool that it was very much about, you know, black, loving your blackness and your heritage. Yeah.
0: My elementary and junior high was very black. Like, we did Kwanzaa every year. We used to yeah. have Kwanzaa shows. <laughs> I remember one class in like the seventh grade. It was called Multicultural Studies. You know what that class is really about? Africa. We learned every country. We learned the capitals. We learned about peoples. It should have been called African studies because that was what we did in that class. Do you
1: remember, like, what is your like as far as like English class and
0: like certain Mm. things
1: are history? Was it a lot of also? Like African American studies and stuff like
0: that. Do you remember? Uh, it those? was a mix. I mean, English is English. That's different.
1: Yeah, but you know how, like in English, English in the med, like literature when you're in school, mm-hmm. they say English class, but you write. Oh, yo, and we you were straight reading, still reading read totally a lot
0: of, of. Yeah. Oh yes. You oh yes. Like, you know what? Though I do notice that there was a difference when we had Miss Rivers for English, who was a black teacher, mm-hmm. and we would do like book reports and stuff like that. And she would have an array of books for us to choose from, and there were a lot more black authors than when we had Miss Block, who was an amazing English teacher. But then we would read like A Farewell to Arms, mm-hmm. and we, we read a lot more like Steinbeck, yeah. but we also read Chinua Achebe, mm-hmm. So you that's know, the guy who wrote um, things, things Fall Apart. apart. Yeah, yeah, we read like that in like the eighth yeah. grade, mm-hmm. and that was with Miss Block. So yeah. it was. I mean, I think that, like I said, like the teachers were a hodgepodge of races, but. It, it was like look you teach at a black school mm-hmm. like what are you going to do Journal. i remember our journalism teacher she came over from uh a, like one of the known like really bad junior high schools mm-hmm. and she was An amazing teacher. She was so good. She must have been so happy when she got to my school. Like, oh my God, the kids are actually good. They actually do the work. But I just remember her just being so open and just being so much about black culture and letting us express. She was white? She was white. Yeah. And she was like this like really just like, oh, like very hippie type of, yes, like floating lotus type (laughs) of. But she was just so... I mean, she was a great journalist, obviously. Mm-hmm. And that was what she did. You know, that was what she studied. But she listened to us. And we talked about the stories that mattered to us. Mm-hmm. And the things that were important to us. So when she was teaching us things like, you know, how to identify a byline. And things like that. You know, subject. And she would pull stories that were relevant to us. Yeah. So, like, when Biggie died. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. So And I remember her giving us this big project where we had to break down an entire um, like front page news article and it was around the time that Biggie died and of course that was on the front of every newspaper in New York uh-huh. and I chose to pick something that was not on the front page because I was like everyone's going to do Biggie uh-huh. and I did something different I uh-huh. was like I'm going to take a risk I might get in trouble because she said front page and I just remember her being like I appreciated that you, you chose to do something different because you knew mm-hmm. that this was like obviously a popular story we didn't need the same story broken down for us a thousand times yeah. so um, she, was, she was an amazing teacher. And even, um, yeah, a history teacher. White Jewish guy. He was tough. I mean, he was just like, you put your head on the table. He's like, you want me to bust your head off your neck? Get your head up. And you, you give him talk, you would be like, you get out of my classroom and I'll punch you in your face. Yeah. But he was an amazing teacher. And he taught us not only all the white history stuff, but he taught us all the black history stuff. Which is very important. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm hoping... Gladys Knight just pulls a number on everybody. I want to see.
1: That would be interesting.
0: Wouldn't it? Because if she if she does it, at, if she tax Lift Every Voice and Sing on the end of the Star Spangled Banner, I feel like they won't cut the mic off. Because no. it's going to seem too controversial. Yeah. And, and it's just like, well, she wasn't disrespectful in, in the fact that she didn't sing the Star Spangled Banner. She did. Yeah. But let's be real. There is another anthem in this country that pays homage to the people that are about to play this game. Yeah. Come on now. That's a simple one to me. We should I'm be singing think, it. Well, you know what?
1: I'm pretty sure Gladys will make a lot of people happy if she does that. And some people quite upset. Oh, she's going to piss yeah, a but bunch of she people got, off. What is Gladys Night in her 70s? Probably. Yeah, she's yeah. like, listen, this is what I'm doing. It'll be some good buzz for her. Right. If anything. Well,
0: listen, they were upset about Beyonce performing when she did uh, Formation that Oh, year yes, When it, it was is. like, who was the, the headliner for the show?
1: You No, the... It was the, the like Coldplay. Coldplay,
0: yes. right. And yeah. then they had Beyonce and, and Bruno Mars come on. I was to say you too. And yeah. <laughs> I was thinking uh, Maroon <laughs> like, 5. You I was, like, was going to say I I like, Maroon 5. I don't know who 5. any of these groups are. Yeah. Guys, we are so black that we don't even know the white groups.
1: Well, we know. <laughs> I do know Coldplay. Well, we know them, of course. I guess. Yes. And my um, Lyft driver was playing Maroon 5. The video on his dashboard oh as he was driving God. me over and it was I playing. And, and I was like, this is weird. But I had never seen the videos that one... Girl Like You or something with all the the cameo from all the female celebrities like Wonder Woman, Jennifer Lopez and all these so I was just like okay I guess I'll watch it because Maroon 5 annoys
0: me I made right. up a, a video idea sort of like that for Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. ages ago oh yes 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 there, what, I think I told you about what song it. was this for it's the um I don't what's Groove Is On what's the name groove of the Groove Is On the Uncomfortable You Comfortable? groove get in it's Groove Get In maybe yes. yeah, I, thing yeah I was like he could do an ill dance video and you know have your Jennifer Lopez I was like get Beyonce on board Sierra and then right Sierra and then I was like and then and you have to end it with Paula Abdul, like, the queen. Because mm-hmm. she's, like, the queen. Yeah, like she started it. She's yeah. old school, like, you know, queen of dance sort of thing. Yeah, I sort of came up with that idea already. Huh. Thanks, Maroon 5, well, for this, yeah. carrying out.
1: Well, they were talking about women. A girl like you. I don't know the words exactly. Mm-hmm. But
0: yeah.
1: paying homage to all these different types of women. We right. I mean, had some women who were doing the Me Too movement. the Black. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they have Black Lives Matter. And all these, like, oh, prominent really. women who were... A sort of outside of celebrity. Oh, okay. In a okay. sense.
0: I didn't see that. Yeah. I, I guess I, I'll look at it. Yeah,
1: you can look up. The, I'm pretty sure they did have some women who were sort of supportive. Like, grassroots organizers. Okay. Not just all. I feel like celebrity. Drake
0: tries to sort of do that with his um, wow. his Nice For What video. But it just oh, didn't fit. Oh,
1: yes, 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 It didn't
0: fit. What's crazy the video. was that I said that Drake should have done that for, um, what's the name of the song? I got my eyes on you. Oh, yeah. What is mm-hmm. the heck is the name of that song? Hold on, I'm moving on? Isn't it? Hold- <laughs> oh, yeah, hold Go on. Hold on, I'm moving on. Isn't that? <laughs> hold What's on, I'm moving on. Come on. Hold on, we're going home. Oh, we're going home. Whatever. I don't know. It's Drake. You know, it's sad you know, that like as much Drake as we listen to, that we don't know the names of the songs. Well, song. he has a lot of songs. But how about, we listen I'm to so Drake so, going so I'm much. going home. Yeah, we Yeah, hold on. on, we're going home. Yes. But uh, I say he should have done that video for that song. The okay. the video he did for that song was one of the worst videos I think I have ever seen ever. Oh, I've
1: never seen that video. It was oh, like really.
0: it was like that Chris Brown um Find China. It is just that dumb video of like, oh, I'm gonna come and rescue the girl from the gang, the rival gang too. So oh, like really? that stupid I don't know what it is that these guys have in this complex where they wanna be a bad guy or like or they want to come in just like like a night
1: and shining or vanquish the armor.
0: yeah like vanquish the bad guys. But they want to play like this like tough guy, and it's just like what the hell does that have to do with the song? Well, not a goddamn thing. This is the dumbest video I've ever seen. <laughs> Sorry, directors, but stop making these stupid videos. It had nothing to do with the song. But I feel like most people, a lot of, not
1: most people, because I don't, I think there are a lot of videos out there and it's like nothing to do with the song. Oh, yeah, they're pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, you're like, what
0: is this? But with that Drake video, I thought it was such a feel-good song. Mm-hmm. It was like my mom, like my, my grandmother song. can dance to this song. song. And I thought that would be a good one to just and literally would just sort of be like with the green screen and like just in that blank studio space Mm -hmm. and Drake just interacting, dancing and just having fun with all these different women. Yeah, I was like, I mean like... Get Betty White in there. Betty that White. would be funny. Yeah. Try to get Oprah. Yeah, like, Oprah, you know what I mean? Just all these people yeah. that you we Carol would Burnett. be so get delighted to yeah. see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lupita. Carol Burnett. <laughs> that's a far that's, that's, You said Betty White. Hey, you know what i Yeah. Get my girl, uh, what Was it, Danae? Danae? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, like, he could, just could have had this random array of women that we would have loved to see mm-hmm. sort of jam into that song in a way that anybody can jam to that song. Yeah. That would have been great. That would have been good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and even even for like his um in my feelings video, but I I didn't mind it in my feelings video. You know, I thought it was cute. I came up with a video for that too, but that's different. Okay, I'm trying. I am trying cute. to think.
1: Trying to think how. Were I they in it?
0: New Orleans?
1: Oh, I, oh yes, I have seen a clip of that. Yeah, yeah. and I watched yeah. the one where he gives money away to people too. Oh, I that's just watched God's that plan. one.
0: The, you just songs. watched that, that yeah, just video? Yeah, I just watched the whole video. Like, years, years, I just watched it the other day. Oh
1: my God. Yeah. Well, I know Drake's videos aren't that exciting, so I love the music, so I'm not going to sit there and watch yeah. the video.
0: Yeah. I came up with something for nonstop as well,
1: but so um, I was
0: disappointed when I saw the video. How many videos? Did he have video for
1: the... all these? I know. You know, some people release videos now for a lot of their songs, like similar to what Beyonce did. Right. And, um... Does Drake do that as well? Probably not for no. every album. No, no, no.
0: He just, you know, he released videos as it was appropriate. Yeah, like single. He didn't just bring out a video album like Beyonce yeah. did. No. because yeah, it's like why well,
1: no. we, well, we no. watch, Drake's not dancing. Drake's not putting it on his show. Right, exactly.
0: Yeah. No, what happens is when I hear a song sometimes, I just get an idea in my head immediately. Mm-hmm. Like the song takes me to a place that I'm just like, oh, this would be a dope, like visual for this. Yeah. And that's where I come up with these video ideas. Oh. I've been doing this since yeah. I was a child. She's
1: a woman of many talents. Yeah. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Speaking of talents, yes. Um, no, this has nothing to do with talents, but I want to talk about this Jesse Smollett. Oh, okay. This has been going on for a couple days. Now, I heard, I think the news broke officially like Tuesday night, mm-hmm. and then it went super viral on Wednesday, and everybody was jumping. Obviously, we posted something on Black hipston, mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, I was talking to someone I know, and they were just saying, well, sorry, I'm getting up, because my foot is falling asleep. <laughs> um, they were saying, I just hope it's not a Ryan Lochte situation. Because they were just like, the story doesn't add, add up. up. They mm-hmm. were just like, there just seems to be a lot of missing information. And now it's come out that, I think on Friday, that he refused to give the police his phone. He refused to hand his, his phone over mm-hmm. to the investigators. And so the same person is just like, see, that's fishy, that's mm-hmm. funky, what's going on? hmm I said this is what I think. Right. Wow. I do think that, that a hate crime occurred. I think that it's very possible that maybe he was trying to meet up with somebody. Yeah. He'd link up for a little Yeah, a little grind. Yeah, yeah. you know, a little yeah, yeah, a little action, a little this, a little that. hmm And he was being catfished mm-hmm. by some hateful homo like racist homophobes. Mm-hmm. And then maybe he doesn't want to provide certain information because he doesn't want that part of it to come out. Because then the story starts to get flipped, right? Oh, he was being promiscuous. You know how these gays are. Oh, he's trying to fuck some guy in the woods. Oh, he was trying to get his dick sucked. Mm -hmm. And then what really happened, the fact that this person lost their goddamn mind, put a noose around this man's neck and did some bullshit, Mm -hmm. gets lost. In all the hype of... Well, was this his fault because yeah. he was doing something depraved? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's a tricky. It's a tricky one. Maybe. But I don't think it should be. It should be very clear cut. Th- if this shouldn't. man was attacked, someone put a noose around his neck. Yeah, and it's
1: like he was. Cons- it was consensual. Like it's like he was meeting someone up, someone for sex or whatever. Maybe drinks or in a in a sort of more intimate setting, grinder or one of those things. Mm-hmm. It was still consensual. And it's just like well that. It wasn't what he was looking for. It's like no matter what this man was looking if he was searching for sex, the, the hate crime, the, that was not acceptable. Right. Because so, yeah.
0: the point is, it could have been a prostitute. Exactly. Like he could have straight up been committing a crime. Yeah. Yep. He tried to pay someone for money. I mean, tried to pay someone money mm-hmm. to suck his dick. And then they turned around and did this thing. Yeah. That doesn't make the thing that they did any less a crime and no. any less despicable. No. And they took it to, to to the point of calling him a racial slur, calling him a homophobic slur, and putting a noose around and his point, neck.
1: apparently putting bleach over his head. And,
0: and, right. And dousing him with bleach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I don't care if this man was trying to buy coke. And fellatio from this person. Exactly. What happened was still fucked up and what yeah, happened and it was speaks, still
1: wrong. It speaks to the climate, yes. what's going on in our country right now. Oh, right. And, and then there was
0: that part too, right? That yeah. they apparently screened Make America Great Again. Yeah.
1: And I heard initially, I read, and of course nowadays you can't believe everything you read. are... That you um, hear, unless it comes from us. Yeah, we <laughs> yes. always, always tell the truth, but it's just like you really have to vet your news sources and just read multiple sources. Mm-hmm. I think because people argue, it's all about the facts. Is cute. People don't even know what the facts are. Right. So um, yeah, but I read that that wasn't true initially. That what wasn't true, the the MAGA thing. Yeah, that they didn't shout that that wasn't true initially, and they say they were trying to confirm that, but um, I didn't know about him um sort of then where did that where did that get started? I don't know. Where do we anything? I don't know. Maybe some rumor mill or who know, maybe they thought it would make the story better mm. you know, sort of I don't you know, everything going on with Trump, anti Trump, anti this right. and that.
0: I don't think it even matters, the, no, the no, MAGA no. thing. Like whether or not they, they said it, they they if they very much embodied that yeah. with their actions. Yeah. And we know that that's where a lot of this is coming from right now. Mm-hmm. That people feel very much emboldened and empowered to behave in certain ways, yeah. and they're doing it because the 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 person, the head honcho of the country, is very much a racist and a bigot
1: mm-hmm. and yeah. a homophobe. And it's 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 on. And now and a know, pussy grabber. Yeah, and and people have been talking about, it, and I've said this so many times. I think one of the things that bothers me is that it's not people talk about Trump and they keep talking about Trump and them and it's just, to me it makes me more sad. I could care less about Trump because the president can only do so much and Mm -hmm. it's just like, it shows how fucked up our country really is and it's not because if trump wasn't there it would be someone else that they'd be using to sort of push these laws and policies and it's just like trump couldn't come into this office and just do anything he wants to do right and especially people are talking about he's just a figurehead he's just a figurehead and people were talking about how he didn't have the experience and he didn't know how things work in washington and all this stuff so they want us to believe that this man came in and he's the cause of this he's the one running the show and, and making everyone, you know, spewing all of this hate. I'm like, no, these are the people behind them. These are our lawmakers. This is our government. This mm-hmm. is our country who is allowing who are allowing these things to happen. And they was already probably in the pipeline and planned already. That's why they gave us Obama for the last eight years. And they're like, nah, now nah, we're going to come in here and do some of the things we want to do. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just unfortunate that you have these people who are... Leading the country and making these laws, and they don't care about the people. And I think it definitely goes beyond white or black. That's already been established. That's that's already been put down. But mm-hmm. it's about money, and it's just, it's not Trump. And I, and they're like, it's Trump's America. I'm like, no, this is the, this is what they want. This is not Trump. And it just keeps it bothers me that everyone keeps talking about Trump, Trump. And it's like, no, this is larger than this man.
0: Yeah, but the, I think the issue and the reason, aside from the fact that he's more than willing to raise his hand to be the representative of this thing. Is the fact that if we if there's a leader who feels otherwise, they're going to push back on these things. But so there's no one in that position to push back on these things. And then again, with like you know your um, Supreme Court appointments and things like that, there is some power there. And then they try to align that, or they try to basically get a team together that's going to push back on these things. And they know how to maneuver to get certain things done. And when it's unfortunate, when you have the person who is supposed to lead the country who isn't a leader, and then who's also sort of pushing an agenda that is fueled with racism and hate and xenophobia, then it lets those people come out of the woodworks and it lets those people come out of the dark and it puts a battery in their back. Okay. Whereas when there was a leader in place that was saying those things are not okay, then it forced those people to stay the hell in line. Or at the least, not to just be at work or be out in the public doing these things and thinking that it was okay and that no consequences would be taken.
1: And I and I agree with you there. I think that's very important. But I to me, it's just... That's not the way, the powers that be. Mm -hmm. This is what they want. So it's like they allowed us to have some leaders in there who they they can position as, you know what, he's for the good. You know, he's for the liberals. He's sort of pushing the agenda of let's all come together. And then they said, no, now we're going to have this. So it's not about, to me, they're the ones pulling the strings. They are going to probably, after Trump, They're going to give us someone else who's a little bit more mild. They're going to go, well, this is what this person's about. Because they're going to let this president, allow this president to come in. They will give you a little bit of this. You're going to have to definitely do this for us. So it's not about... that
0: happens all the time. It happens all the time. So
1: it's... Yeah, it's... To me, they're the ones who are putting these people in positions, the presidents in positions, people who are running the things, so that they can get their own agenda pushed through. Oh, of course. So it's not about... Yeah, it's unfortunate that we have... You know, we... You know, the leader definitely is the figurehead and he's in the foreground. But still, everything is planned by them. So, you know what I'm saying? I feel like everything is run by them. It's yes, just like,
0: it's run by the people who have the money. Yeah, the to, money. To, and to get that person in power. Yeah. Like, Trump got put in power because he had enough money behind his team. Yeah, he's behind that's, his team. That's, that's just having that machine. Yeah. And guess what? When those people, it's not an accident. Those people put their money behind you. They have expectations of uh, you to push their agenda and yeah. get their shit done. And
1: they'll do it at any You can cost.
0: watch House of Cards. Yeah. And you understand that. Yeah. That is how it all works. Yeah. We can't
1: even trust the the, the way that our voting, ta- you know, the way our whole voting system is. And then like, you know, we say that X amount of people voted for so-and-so. We saw what happened, what was it, Bush in Florida and all. And even now with voter suppression, it's just mm-hmm. like, it's just sad that th- there's only so much we can do. And it's, what are we to do as people? And we think, you know, under slavery or the Holocaust, all these things couldn't happen again. And it's just like, the way we live our lives and the things that go, happen that go unnoticed, that it's really, it's scary. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think also too, living in New York, it feels different. You know, we talk about things like Roe v. Wade, Mm -hmm. and remember we were talking the other day, and I'm just like, I don't think they're going to overturn Roe v. Wade, and Josh was very impassioned about it, and he was like, do not think for a second they will not take away your rights to do what you want with your body, Mm -hmm. that was the way he said it, and it was like, clearly, he felt very strongly about that, and you know, you watch these documentaries about Roe v. Wade, and they're already taking those rights away from so many people, in places and unfortunately in the South, you yeah. know, you go
1: to in the you know, somewhere country. like
0: Mississippi yeah. or somewhere like Kentucky where it's like, well they already only had one mm-hmm. clinic that would perform abortions and they're trying to shut that down. And yeah. if they get that shut down, those women will have to drive, you know, fifty, sixty miles exactly in the event that something happens and that they need to term a pregnancy. And it's like, well, you just think about the average person, like, what do you have to do? How much time you have to take off work to do that? Yeah. like you do you already have children? what you know who's who's taking them to school? who's picking them up like that don't have the supports and don't have the network Resources, yeah. yeah, even with like voter suppression. In certain places in the South where they basically would not allow people to vote if their name didn't match mm-hmm. their ID exactly. Yeah. So if so if they just happen to misspell your name mm-hmm. on your driver's license, and of course it didn't matter for the past six years or whatever. You've never gotten it changed. Oh, but there was an N at the end of your name instead of an H. Or they put a middle initial and that's not what's on your voter. They gave you an issue. Yeah. Yeah. I told you the woman tried to, tried to fade me when I went to vote. I'm trying to remember what it said. It was, it was something so stupid. Oh, she tried to say my signature was different. Oh, God. Like, first of all, my signature is very distinct. Mm-hmm. The way that my S, my E, and the S at the end of Evans curves, yes. it's very distinct. But on top of that, it's just like, lady, no one is going to sign their name exactly yes. the same every, every time. single time. Yes. That, but when I tell you, if you look at it how identical it is, and she tried to say, oh, well, your signature looks different. I said, girl, you better give me that ballot. I was like, I'm not here for it. It was pouring outside. I said, oh, no, no, no. I said, you, can, you, can you please give me the ballot? Oh Thank you. God. I was not here for it. I said, oh, old Becky is playing games? Yeah. She don't understand. We in York Sunset City. Park. This is not about to go down here. <laughs> no, lady, don't it's, do it. No, no. What you
1: maybe you said something about the the abortion clinics and how I have um I know someone and she volunteers mm-hmm. at the abortion clinic uh, a couple of times a year, and I was like oh well what do you do like is it do you help people like sign up and she goes no I go to the abortion clinic in New York City or whatever and I keep I escort the women in
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she's like there's people who pick it and people who stand outside and they say horrible things to them yep. as they're going in. And it's something that you don't think about, that people do this in New York City, yep. people do this in major cities, yep. that and that's her job. That's what she volunteers for. And I can't imagine how much worse it is in other places.
0: Well, yeah, just this whole idea of trying to get Planned Parenthood shut mm-hmm. down, and because it's now it's that Planned Parenthood is only associated with abortions which is the most ridiculous thing ever Mm -hmm. and of course this is coming from people who have probably never visited a Planned Mm -hmm. Parenthood a day in their lives and have no idea all the services that Planned Parenthood provides to women it's so crazy and they they get behind this because it's something that they heard someone say
1: but then also too I think you hear on the news and I think that's why it's very important not to trust everything that you read. Do try to do your own research, and it's mm-hmm. not just like looking at your trusted news, like even just your CNN or whatever your Fox people pretty sure Fox News, right? Look at multiple sources and go do your research and do your deep, Watch deep. Al too. Yeah, because it's not you can't trust everything because people may only give you a small, you know, portion of the picture. Or they the also give story. you their
0: their side, right? Exactly. You know, if they're if they're left wing news, mm-hmm. then that's the perspective you'll get. If yeah. they're right wing news, then that's the perspective you're going to get. Yeah. So you kind of need to watch both. Mm-hmm. And then something else, it, it tries to be a little more in the middle, yeah. a little more bipartisan. Yeah. And it's, if it's possible. If it's possible. I don't think it's possible. No. I don't. It just, I don't no, think there's it's no such way. a thing. New York Times, everyone exists. has their
1: own biases. Everybody's everyone. got a slant. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's, that's not necessarily bad. I think it just makes it more difficult when they aren't, what is, they aren't reporting all the facts. And then, you know, it's a lot of their things are objective or it's very opinionated. And that's very difficult as you as a normal human being Mm -hmm. going about your day to day. I have to go to work. I'm picking up my kids. I'm just like, you're just not really into the news day to day. It's hard for you to really determine what's truth or not and what's really fact.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, I want to move on because... Uh I can't let us not talk about these fire Festival documentaries. Yes. Like, we've avoided talking about this for a while, but mm-hmm. I think we're just at the point where it's just like, people want to discuss it. Um, people have been discussing it, and Andy King is our hero. I was going to say He's our hero, our hero yes. for 2019. He's our gay hero. He literally, he has started 2019 off with a bang. Mm-hmm. Okay? A mouth bang. A mouth bang. <laughs> yes. Which is um, a thing. Yeah, a so, mouth bang. So okay, there're two documentaries. I mean, we watched them weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We watched both the Hulu and the Netflix in the same night. Yes. Because I needed to compare.
1: And you said that the Netflix one is better. Most it's people better. have said that the Netflix yes. one. Yes, the
0: Netflix one is just um just production-wise, I mean, they just do a better job, I think again, talking about subjectivity Mm -hmm. um, versus objectivity, I think the Netflix documentary also comes across a little more serious. Mm -hmm. And the Hulu one seems like, ha ha ha, jokes on these people, this was a shit show. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Netflix one really gets to the nitty gritty of what the hell was going Mm -hmm. on behind the scenes. So, um, because it's like one of them, I guess, was Film from like they paid the fuck Jerry guys and mm-hmm. the other one was like paid Billy or something like that. Okay. So that's why they're so different in terms of their sco- like mm-hmm. the scope, the way the 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 lens. That's what I'm trying yeah. to cut. Like mm-hmm. the perspective and the lens that it's told from is different. The scope is the same. But Andy King, basically who was part of the production team, he's an event planner. Um, there's a part in the documentary where he talks about how he was going to suck dick. So they can get their avion water released from customs. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we, we wound that part about eight times. Because <laughs> I think the first time when he said that, he's just like, Billy came to me and said, Andy, I need you to take a big one for yeah, the team. Yeah, you're like our
1: hero. What did he say? Our hero or gay something?
0: Yeah. Well, he said that after the fact. He said, I need you to take a big one for the team. And Andy said, well, I've been taking a lot of big ones for the team. What is it you need me to do? And he said, we very well might need you to go and suck dick mm-hmm. to fix this. <laughs> and then that came up, right? Our wonderful gay leader. Mm-hmm. My first thought? Why the hell can't you suck the dick? Exactly. Why exactly. do look? Like, why do I have to suck the dick because I'm the gay? Punk? Yeah, exactly. It's still a mystery dick. Yeah, just I don't because know I'm this gay, dick. and yeah. in your mind you think, well, he's used to sucking dick. Doesn't mean I want to suck the dick of a random exactly. person.
1: And what if I don't suck dick in a man? It's like that, I don't do that. That's right. It's I like don't. Billy, yeah.
0: this is your problem. This is a huge fire that you created. You put it out. Yeah. for dick needs to be sucked. I just didn't really get that. I didn't, I didn't, get didn't it understand as well. that. It was just like someone has to take this L for the team. I don't really get why you think it has to be the gay guy because it's a dick sucking expedition.
1: Yeah. Well, imagine if it was a whole team. Imagine if this was like a gay pride, like you know, fire festival, whatever we you went for the door, oh and then God. there was one straight man in the team, and it's just like. You know, they go to that, Andy, listen, <laughs> we really need you to go in and just eat, go to town on some punani. You know, like, go to town and <laughs> No one
0: would ever say that. No one would ever say that. No they, one would ever think that a woman could be bribed via oral sex. Well, no, no, first just, and foremost. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, second, it's just like, what are the chances that he's going to do it so well that it's going to make him well, want to release the woman? But I can
1: understand how, <laughs> if someone said it, if I had to do this, i go, I, I don't know what to do. I've never done this before. <laughs> but, you know, Andy, you know, he talks about it. He I know he has a wife or something. I know he's been with some oh, women. Oh, my God.
0: So, basically, Andy had to be the one to suck the dick because he no, was an expert no, in sucking I, dick? No, I
1: definitely don't agree with it. But I can see their <laughs> sort of, uh, their way of thinking. It's like they didn't really think that all the way through. But like, here's issue two that I took with yes, it. tell me.
0: Did we know that this man wanted what, his dick sucked? Yeah.
1: How did that conversation come <laughs> right. up? It's like, did they
0: have a conversation prior to that? He right, where like, the guy, I like, remember. you know, pulled on his belt and was like, well, what you going to do for me? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And they, like, they lost over yeah. that. Yeah, it's like, well, how did this whole conversation, the dick sucking, how was that even right. on the table? Right, or did, did Billy just assume anything can, be, anything can be cured by a nice little suck of a dick? I, ex- I feel like Billy probably knew,
1: maybe Billy knew he was gay. The customs mm-hmm. agent, and then just thought we can have someone else go and suck his dick. Right. But no, it can't be that. B people, <laughs> it must he must know some background about this guy. Maybe this I will hope a... so
0: because if I'm Andy, I'm pissed that A you came to me of yeah. all people talking about a wonderful gay leader go suck this dick. Yeah, and then B that this person never even alluded to the fact that they wanted their dick sucked. Yeah, it's like no. Maybe I... he wanted someone killed. Like find out you know what, what his want. price was. And then come to us with it. But just yeah. don't assume that, yeah. oh, no, 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 this could definitely be solved with a hummer. Yeah. Because what if I came in? He was like,
1: nope, not my tie. Another And then he's right. like, well, now I got my And what if hurt. he was like, well, no, no, I wanted it
0: from Billy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <And> <laughs> now like, what, Billy? Are you prepared to suck this dick? Exactly. Because I done went back to my place, took a shower, rinsed my mouth out with mm-hmm. some mouthwash, drove to the other side <laughs> of the island and was fully prepared to suck this dick to fix this. Yes.
1: And then... Were you? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah, they need to have... Uh, maybe maybe they knew about this before. Maybe this customs agent had sort of... There was something else that went down right. that Billy knew about him getting his dick sucked and that's how he got stuff Yeah, done.
0: but then the crazy thing is that Andy said after he did all of that and was fully prepared to suck this dick, he got there and the guy was nothing but pleasant and basically said, it's okay, but just write me an IOU. I want to be one of the first people paid when y'all get the money. Well, that also could have gone down in a way that did Billy, the
1: founder, and that guy did have a conversation about getting sucked... And mm-hmm. then Billy said, I'm gonna send this guy over. And then he got there and the guy was like, I don't want you to... Okay, he didn't yeah. want it from him. Yeah, he was like, I, I do it from He him. wasn't feeling yeah, into yeah, He was like, I he I was like it. ooh,
0: not that old guy. He was like, I
1: appreciate that Billy would even just send someone over, so in good faith... <laughs> I was just going to say, you got to have the money, because he came
0: through and told me someone would come and suck like so that. So he was like, Billy came through. Yeah, Billy came through. I just through. wanted to make sure Billy was a man of his word. Exactly. So, if since he was a man of his word about the dick sucking, yeah. I can assume he's a man of his word about paying me exactly. my money. Exactly, exactly. I guess it. that logic yeah, makes Yeah, that makes sense.
1: sense. <laughs> I was like,
0: okay. Like, <laughs> well, well, one, poor Andy, because A, he was asked to do this, and B, he was going he to. was going to. But then two, good, Andy, because you ended up not having he to suck the dick, to. but you proved that you ride for the you team, ride. Andy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You are loyal. Avion, y'all need to give this man <laughs> an endorsement deal. Yeah. And they need to be out here toting Avion water to everybody. And he needs to be like, This shit's so good, you suck a dick for yeah. it. Yeah. Avion. Avion. Like, Avion. That's gonna be the new <laughs> slogan. So good, it'll make you suck a dick. Yes, yeah, everybody <laughs> be drinking it. Can you imagine? <laughs> you mean the new new beverage
1: of like the that the NBA the NFL.
0: Son, they just have like the ad is like this Avian water on someone's side table, and you just see like the covers go off, and the lady just uh, grabs yeah. it, and she just <laughs> sweeps a little stuff in yeah. her mouth. Uh, covers go back over, oh yeah. man, mm-hmm. and you just see her going down with the covers mm-hmm. over her head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's looking. We're doing. just making um, television commercials and ads. They should hire us on their team. Avian, let me get this. <laughs> count just for this one because I am so into it. Because I feel like <laughs> if I saw a commercial about that, I'd be so I'd be
1: so tickled and I'm like I'm going to try this water because that is hilarious. That is hilarious. And
0: you know what would like the best not, time to debut the commercial? What, During the Super Bowl? People going
1: to kick out of that because it'd be a funny commercial. During the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. After Gladys Night sings the Black Bam. National Anthem. <laughs> we brought that full circle, huh? Said, that was yeah. good. It was good timing, was good. too, because it is time to go. Is it already? It is. Oh, yes. All right, Stanley, what's your Instagram? Standrick W. At Standrick W. Mm-hmm. I am at Always Fashion Week, yes. and we collectively are at Black Hipster Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. also email us at blackhipsterpodcast at yes. gmail.com. Feel free to send us... Any little notes, hate notes, love notes, we take them all. Yes, we do. And please rate this five stars, four stars. Mm -hmm. Wherever you can rate us, just give us the top star rating. Yes. Y'all see us. Always, always. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.